Good afternoon and good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. In this series, we speak with leading brands about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Maria Bruce, who's the Director of Communications at Publix. How are you today, Maria? I'm doing well, Mark. How about yourself? Uh, doing well, thank you. Uh, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. Uh, First off, we start these on a more personal level, like to get to know the individual we're speaking with. Uh, so we'd love to know a little bit more about you, uh, your current role at Publix, maybe a job or two before that, if you had one, what you did, and then also a fun fact or a passion that you may enjoy outside of work. Okay, all great. Um, so I'm Marie Browse, like you said, Director of Communications for Publix. I handle our associate communications as well as our media partners. Um, on, on the earned side. I've been with Publix for 32 years, um, started as a front service clerk when I was 14 and had the great opportunity to continue developing with Publix um, to my current role. So I've worked at everything from at the store and then progressed through on the support side of it. So it's been a great experience. Um, a fun fact about me, um, for as much as I am um, the face and voice of Publix, you would not recognize me on the sideline of my son's high school football team. Um, so I try to keep it all contained. <laughs> oh, that's good then. So you, you you don't scream and yell at the games then is what you're saying? <laughs> if I do, I'm doing it incognito, okay? <laughs> that's good. I have uh, two daughters that just started Division One sports this year. One is soccer, one is swimming, so... I, uh, the soccer has been up and down, so I definitely don't yell anymore, but swimming, you have to scream and yell, but they can't hear you anyway. So who knows? <laughs> but anyway, nice. uh, for Publix, uh, for those who may not be familiar with Publix, uh, I'm a big fan. Speaking of sports, uh, I do a lot of travel with my daughter, uh, daughters down for soccer. And every time we go anywhere in the Publix, Publix subs are the best in the world by far and away, hands down. No question. So not to plug, but, uh, uh, I heard there was a rumor of them being one in Cincinnati, but the subs are, someone introduced me probably three years ago. I'm like, holy cow, they're amazing. So, uh, but a side note. No, I definitely appreciate that. But to your point, if they're unfamiliar with Publix, we operate in seven, soon to be eight states. So Kentucky will be our newest state that no, we will yeah. be entering the market. Um, we have 250,000 associates. Uh, we have about 1,350 stores. Um, and we are the fastest growing and privately um, held supermarket in the U.S. Okay. Uh, your loyalty program, Club Publix, uh, could you give us a brief overview of the program and how the program works, uh, how members can engage with it, and maybe what are some of the benefits of the program for the customer? Absolutely. So I think first and foremost, the customer experience is always at the heart of what we do. And that includes our associates as well. So associates and customers can participate in Club Publix. Um, they can download the um, app and be able to um, enter their information. And as they check out at the register when they're in our stores, they can plug in their telephone number. And as they plug in their telephone number, um, they get all kinds of perks for participating. So whether it's um, surprise and delight, you know, treats that we give them or whether it's um, couponing or whether it's suggestions, um, they also have the opportunity to opt into the different 
programs that they want to hear more about through Club Publix. So if they have an affinity, um, you know, for pets or if it's pharmacy or if it's philanthropy, what do they want to hear more about? So they can always elect um, to hear more, but it really is giving them the opportunity to keep everything conveniently located for them. Um, they can have their, they can clip coupons in their digital wallet. They can also um, go uh, receiptless and they can get an e, you know, kind of an e-receipt. Um, so, and then when communications go out to our customers, we use our club publics, what they've elected to sign into um, to provide information, company information as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh... I know recently Publix, uh, the supermarket charities, they, they donated $6 million to 36 Feeding America partner food banks and uh, more than 300 other nonprofit organizations this year. Uh, corporate social responsibility is very important to brands. Uh, can be uh, you know, a, a big opportunity. You know, what role does a CSR play in your culture uh, and to help you know, enhance employee engagement potentially, but also... Uh, drive that larger customer loyalty opportunity. Absolutely. Um, it's paramount to who we are. It's ingrained in our fabric. It has been since 1930 when George Jenkins, or how we refer to him as Mr. George, started Publix. Um, we believe that it's a privilege and a responsibility to give back, not only to our customers and to our associates and also to the communities that we serve. Um, Publix Charities is huge in helping us uh, make that commitment to giving back. Um, this year, as you mentioned, in September, we made a $6 million announcement, but that was in addition to the um, additional $4 million. So for a total of $10 million to Feeding America, partner food banks, as well as other nonprofits in alleviating hunger. Um, as a food retailer, we know the single biggest impact we can make is in hunger alleviation. And it's what resonates you know, with our customers as well. Um, and it does drive loyalty. I mean, customers want to feel good about the brands they shop with. Um, and they want to know that the companies are also giving back, not just asking them to give, um, because that does occur too. But we also think that there is opportunity with having skin in the game. And we want to be able to give back and make the communities better than what we found them in and leave a legacy behind. So um, for us, it really is intertwining. It's who we are and what we do. And the great outcome for that is also customer loyalty, um, but it's who we are. It's why we do it. Okay. Uh, having launched the Club Publix program in 2020, in what role has voice of the customer uh, feedback and kind of data in their perspective played in evolving the program to meet and fit the customer needs? Well, I think it's an interesting question, Mark. I mean, Clearly, we all remember what happened in 2020, and we know that there's been, um, you know, customer behavior um, has evolved and been different. Um, so I think that we are starting to see, you know, kind of shopping habits and everything that pertains to um, being post-pandemic as we are coming out of the pandemic, um, really reverting back to what the new norm is. So I think for us, um, we've always been customer-centric on feedback and associate-centric on feedback. Um, we want to hear from our customers and associates about how they're using the program and the benefits of using it. Um, it's still in its infancy. I think, you know, as we launched and we've made um, slight modifications along the way, but we continue to modify it, um, whether it's a direct outreach to us, whether it's, you know, through anecdotal feedback that we receive or um, through customer experience. So our goal is to continue to make it um, 
easier for our customers to have a convenient and pleasurable shopping experience, whether they're in-store or online. And that really is what it comes down to. We want to take care of all of our customers. Excellent. When you look at where it is now, where do you see uh, voice of the customer or even the program evolution going forward? Yeah, I think it's still too early to tell, Mark. I think for us, there's always the ability that there's opportunity to grow and to modify based on customer behavior. I think for us, it's making sure that our customers um, know the benefits to entering their telephone number at the point of sale so that they know they can get a customized shopping experience um, and kind of reinforcing that behavior time after time. Um, so that they can continue to add up the perks and rewards that we have. So I think as consumers continue to um, use that behavior, I think that the program will continue to evolve. So I think it's still too early to tell, but I do think there's opportunity to grow and we're excited to see where it goes. And that's awesome. And when you look at emerging technologies, uh, a great deal of discussion around emerging technologies, you know, we meet with our brand community and discuss what they may be looking at, where they're going. Uh, AI, uh, personalization, proximity marketing, all uh, big topics. And what are some emerging technologies that you may look to implement or would like to learn more about for your customer loyalty efforts uh, going forward? Yeah, I think the great part about what we do at Publix, Mark, is that it's integrated in our approaches. So we don't work in silos. So our technology department, which is an amazing team um, of over, you know, a thousand associates strong that work on our technology team. And as we look at evolving technologies, we're always looking at customer convenience. We never forget that that's what we're here to do is to serve um, customers, which includes our associates. I think as we talk about brands, we're very inclusive that when we talk about our customers, that includes our associates. Um, it goes hand in hand. So I think that, yes, we're looking at all kinds of technologies as they evolve, whether it's AI, um, whether it's implementing um, technology, you know, self-checkout is another, you know, topic that comes up. But I think it's always how do we enhance that shopping experience? Um, grocery delivery is an arena where we are very big in. Um, we are, you know, partnering with Instacart for delivery um, or, you know, we do curbside pickup as well. So for us, it has really been a process of, um, you know, meeting customers where they are. So everything's on the table and we look at all technology um, to determine how it can best fit within our culture. Yeah, and uh, you uh, personalization is a very important topic for brands uh, today. Uh, grocers, I think, would be very important as well. Just understanding the customers, uh, their data, you know, obviously leveraging it in uh, in a uh, you know prudent way. You know, how are you looking at personalization, and you know, what does it mean to Publix, and, and and how are you capitalizing on kind of the, the personalization opportunity, especially with some of your brand partners? I think for us, it's about customizing that shopping experience for that customer to make it the best experience it can be. So whether it's helping customers uh, make selections, convenience, service, um, being able to construct those shopping lists, being able to duplicate that, being able to be seamless transactions, being able to, you know, place their phone and, you know, do Apple Pay or Google Pay and being able to hey, you know, just like other companies and other retailers have been doing this for a very long time. But if you purchase XYZ, you may also like, you know, this here. Um, I think it's trying to show value to that customer to say, while you're part of this big 
family that we have, we recognize you as an individual and the needs that you and your family have. And, you know, we see that this is, you know, a good opportunity for you um, and helping them make those selections. So personalization is big. I think um, our customers always expect us to, um, you know, provide them with convenience, provide them with service, provide them with value, and ultimately, um, you know, kind of evolve with the times. And I think that that is pretty much what the expectation is. Okay. When you look at uh, evolving, the evolution, uh, a big change, as you mentioned, uh, going through COVID, buying online, picking up, uh, you know, in store or a delivery, right, or a curbside, a uh, very uh, rapid uh, set of developments that uh, impacted grocers and all, and all retailers, uh, frankly, you know, when you look at your customers' uh, evolution, how do you see them changing, kind of coming out of COVID and, and going forward? And 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 how are their preferences or expectations changing? I think it's been uh, super interesting to see that evolution occur. I think one of the things that we're very clear on is that we want to, again, going back to meeting customers where they are. I think for Publix, we have always been very service-minded so customers come to our stores because they've developed relationships with um, our associates. Many folks will refer to their experience with us or their particular store location as my Publix. And my Publix speaks directly to the relationships that they've built because there are 1,350 some odd Publix locations, but I prefer to go to the one that's you know closest to my office because I know my cashier, I know my front service clerk, I know my meat cutter. Um, they know what I like, you know, it's been, they've been there for a while. Um, so that's a very unique relationship that we have with our customers. Um, it's, you know, always when I have conversations with peers in the industry and even with folks as I meet, it's something about, it's the magic. It's the secret sauce, what our former CEO, Ed Crenshaw, would call our secret sauces, our people. So there are still a whole subset of our community that is in-store and wants to come in and it's a social gathering a meeting place um, it's a phenomenon uh, but then there's also a customer that may for you know different reasons choose to use self-checkout and wants to have that you know service available to them or wants to order online and be able to pick up curbside um, or order online and have delivered for different reasons so i think for us it's having all of those options available so that as life changes and there's different circumstances on different days, customers can opt out or opt in to whatever meets you know their need for that time. So we've definitely seen that evolve. Um, I think we still see tremendous amount of foot traffic in our stores. We still see um, continuing increase of traffic online, um, which are both great. And, you know, we're better prepared to serve both. Um, you know, COVID probably catapulted many companies into moving things fast forward pretty quickly and finding solutions. And for us, it was continuing to work through and using technology to be able to offer, you know, appointments for our pharmacy to receive vaccine and to do all other kinds of things as we look at ourselves as a grocer, not only as food, but pharmacy as well. Excellent. Hey, real quick, to follow up to that, when you look at the, how your customers change, you mentioned the the new store in Kentucky, and I think I heard that's going to be across the river in uh, somewhere just from Cincinnati. But how's your store format changing? Is it changing in any shape or form, or are you uh, pretty happy with kind of the, the format that it has uh, to, to, to you know address those customers where they are? 
Yeah. I think it's always evolving. I think our goal is to always evolve. You cannot remain stagnant. Um, we are a, you know, fast paced, ever changing dynamic industry. Um, people will always need food to survive. Um, and I think for us, it's about evolving. We're always learning. We're always testing. Um, we're innovating. Um, and I think as we go into Kentucky, what Kentuckians will see um, really is the best of the best. I mean, competition benefits our customers most. Competition makes everyone better. Um, and we've evolved our store format with the offerings that we have. Um, but we're really happy with that. We're going to bring a pleasant shopping experience to the market. Um, Louisville is our first market. Um, we've also announced Lexington um, with a few stores in Louisville and one in Lexington. So um, we're excited. I think the future is bright and we're growing rapidly. Um, we're one of those few customers, uh, companies that continued to grow through the pandemic and still continue to opening stores and hiring folks and creating jobs and giving back to community. None of that scaled back because of COVID. If anything, it accelerated fast forward to meet the needs of the communities that we serve. Excellent. And when you look at uh, personalization, uh, privacy is a big area of concern uh, from our brand members, understanding different privacy rules, regulations. You know, have you implemented any changes to to your customer to your customer loyalty program or to kind of your data collection uh, initiatives to address some of the privacy issues that are front and center? We definitely, um, customer privacy and customer data are always at the forefront of the decisions that we're making for both our customers and our associates. Um, we continue to monitor that closely um, and ensure that we are taking every precaution that we can. Um, and we continue to, again, as we evolve, we ensure that the steps that we're taking um, are mitigated so that we're not having opportunities with data and privacy um, and staying at the forefront of research, staying at the forefront of law um, and engaging and actively addressing um, opportunities. That's awesome. Uh, when you look at customer loyalty, uh, you guys obviously do a, a great job of driving uh, brand and, and, and customer loyalty. Are there some brands that you find yourself uh, loyal to that uh, you like the program, you like their approach? Uh, you know, if so, who are they and what do you like about them? Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I think it's always um, there's always going to be retailers and brands that do things really well. Um, I think. For me, I'm always from a perspective of I didn't start drinking coffee till later in life. And then I'm a self-proclaimed coffee snob. So I will say I really do enjoy Starbucks and I enjoy their program and I enjoy the way that they engage with customers and they know their customers well. Um, and I think that that's a, that's a great um, kind of connection. But I think that there's so many that do this well. I think as the more you shop online, um, with less time to be out and about, I found myself more online and many retailers are, you know, kind of trying to understand consumer behavior in the same way um, and trying to make suggestions. And I would say that my phone is probably listening to me 110% of the time as I get teed up ads for all kinds of things that I may not even be searching for yet, but just talking about. Um, so I think marketing has definitely become um, very cutting edge and, um, interesting to see how all this plays into as we evolve with either AI or different components. But I think the one great thing is at the end of the day, um, and I always bring this back, you know, we always aim to be 
the grocery retailer that knows the most and cares the most about the customers we serve and the products we provide. And we are committed to that, have been committed to that for 93 years. We continue to evolve with time, but we stay true to our culture and to our value proposition. Um, and being associate owned and having skin in the game and that ownership model makes us different. Yeah, awesome. And uh, the last question I have, uh, somewhat self-serving, but what can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your team and your customer loyalty, customer reward efforts? No, I, I mean, I think it's always a reciprocal um, relationship. I mean, I think it's understanding brands and bringing us to the table and having these conversations to get to know retailers and programs and services um, and really sharing and highlighting um, companies that are doing it well. And I think that that helps make all of us better, I think, as retailers. And, you know, there's um, a lot happening in, you know, the world of our customers and there's niche markets, you know, that kind of um, meet different needs at different times. So I think you all do a great job. We're very grateful to have the opportunity to participate with Loyalty 360 and learn more about our peers and other companies that do it right. Excellent. Uh, the last question uh, we have, the last series of questions are quick fire questions. Uh, you started these, uh, they're very, uh, very unique. So I'm looking forward to hearing your responses. Uh, first question we have is, what is your favorite word? I don't know if it's a real word, but mine is fantabulous. Uh, okay. <laughs> what is your least favorite word? Whatever. Uh, what excites you? Um, being able to go out there and make a difference in the community. Giving back really excites me. Uh, what do you find tiresome? Um, long meetings. Um, what uh, do you, what is one item that you find on your grocery list all the time? All the time. Um, pasta. Okay. What profession uh, other than your current one would you like to, or potentially could you have given a try? When I was younger, I always wanted to be Barbara Walters. Okay. Uh, what profession would you avoid? Oh, um, I'm not good at sports. I like to watch them, but I'm not good at playing. So no athletes. Okay. Uh, who inspired you to become the person you are today? Uh, my mom. Okay. Uh, what do you typically think about at the end of the day? All of the things that I didn't get done. Okay. Excellent. And then the last question, uh, how do you want to be remembered by your friends and family? Um, as someone who was always there when needed and um, was very compassionate. Okay, great. Uh, well, thank you very much, Maria. As always, it's great talking to you. Great getting an, uh, an update on Publix and, and kind of what you're doing in the customer loyalty arena. And look forward to hearing from more uh, from your team uh, in 2024. So thank you. Thanks, Mark. Much appreciated. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for taking the time to listen today. Make sure you join us again for another Leader in Customer Loyalty series soon. And uh, we'll talk to you then. Have a great day.